Hi, and welcome to episode number 22 of Meet My Followers for September 3rd, 2010. I am your host, Kate Dworkin, and this is the podcast where I actually interview my real followers. Today's show is a different format because in the first half, I interview at Right on Glass, that's Jennifer B.C., and then I interview Glass's co-founders, two of the three co-founders, actually, that's Diego Prats and Oscar Guido. Make sure you listen all the way through to the end of the episode because we actually have a promo code, a beta code, to get you in on Glass. So today's episode is actually with a community manager who I I believe I met you through Laura Kaufman. Laura Kaufman, correct? Oh, probably. I, I think I found you on Twitter, but yeah. she introduced us? Great. Yeah, well, she, I don't know if she introduced us. It was more like I saw the back and forth between her and you. And so oh. it was like, I need to go figure out who she's playing with and, and why she <laughs> thinks they're cool because she's an awesome person. Uh, so that's kind of where... I think we started interacting, and then I got to playing with the product that you actually are the community manager for, which is Glass. Right. Uh, right. So uh, let me step back, though, and uh, allow you to introduce yourself to the audience. Right. Well, um, my name is Jennifer. I'm, like Kate said, the community manager for Glass. Um, former Chicagoan, moved to L.A. about 10 months ago, and I've been just digging around in social media ever since. Okay, and, and what what was the, the big reason for the move? Were you just done doing cold winters? <laughs> uh, that, that's part of it, but it was actually for the job. Okay. Um, yeah. The, the warm weather makes up for the move, too. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, how, how did the, uh, the company end up finding you then? Did you apply, or was this just one you of those know, things? You it, they... it was kind of serendipity, almost. Um, I have a personal blog on the side of all my community management and a former employee here at Border Stilo found my blog, okay. and they they sent me an email and asked, you know, they were still in a stealth mode at the time, so they said they had a job opportunity, and if I would be willing to fly out to L.A. for a three-day interview. So naturally, I was a little scared, but um, curiosity got the best of me, and I came out here, and I saw what they were working on, and I knew just instantly, like, I had to be involved. And... Um, Luckily, they felt the same way, and after some back and forth for a few months, they finally um, asked me to move out here, and here I am. Wow, that's that's really exciting. I mean, that's not the typical uh, social media community manager kind of process that I've heard as other people have gotten hired into those types of roles. So that's really exciting that they found you and kept you uh, involved, even though you weren't uh, immediately working with them for, you know, it sounds like a few months. Yeah, I mean, well, obviously being in Chicago, the time difference made it very difficult to be, you know, really super involved. But um, I think there's there's a lot of importance of being with the team physically, even if you are doing a lot of online work. Mm -hmm. um, so it was a much better idea to move out here because I can interact with everyone on a daily basis and not just through phone calls and emails. Sure, yeah. I mean, and you're hearing what's going on in the development cycle. You know when a bug's being fixed or when it's yep. – I mean, there are all kinds of additional – Especially in a small startup environment like what you guys are working with, it definitely has its benefits. But uh, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, the product. I'm sure I'll get into this with the founders in the next segment of the show. But uh, you know, why don't you give people kind of the the, the fifty thousand foot view on it? <laughs> All right. Well, um, Glass is an add-on for the Firefox browser. Basically, we've created a virtual sheet of glass that you can lay on top of a website, and you can play notes. Uh, videos, Amazon items, and eventually pictures on top of that website. And only the people you add to those notes, which we call slides, are able to see it. So it's a very direct way of communicating um, 
and everything is within context. So you're not, you can place a slide anywhere on the page. So if you're talking about a specific paragraph of an article, you can put it right next to that. So people know that you're only focusing on that part. Yeah, I mean, I've been playing with it for, I believe it's like been 10 days now. And um, I, I've, I've primarily been playing around with it with actually you, uh, Jen. So it's been a lot yeah. of fun to <laughs> sit there and, and, you know, go back and forth and see how the product works. And, and uh, I've definitely sent out uh, my fair share of invites to people because I think that there is something to this product. But uh, one of the things that I'm really interested in speaking about with you is the community side of this, right? I mean, this right. is this is still early days, right? I mean, I think I ran an entire or I tried to run an entire directory search and saw that there were still only about uh, you know a couple hundred users actually who were registered with the product. Um, actually, we've um, we've definitely gone up. Mm -hmm. We're in the mid mid thousands right okay. now. Such so as um, people who are searchable we're, to me. Yeah, so we're gotcha. we're getting close to ten thousand. Oh, that's um, that's exciting. Yeah, I mean, we've only been launched since February 2010, so it's we're pretty excited here. Um, the the community that I, I deal with on a daily basis, you know, on Twitter and Glass, I mean, it's a pretty. It seems a lot smaller than the number shows because mm -hmm. I've um, I don't know. I get really invested in the people that are using it, so yeah. I want to follow them on Twitter and I chat with them, and it's not just all about Glass and. If I know that they're in social media too, I'm more likely to send them some social media related info or um, we've even started a book club just because we have other hobbies and we're always online and we thought maybe Glass would be a good way to combine the two uh, interests. That's actually really interesting. I mean, I, I could see how that could play very, very well as you know, you guys are reading through a book together or notes about things that you found particularly mm -hmm. useful. Um, so that's that's a very interesting alternative use case that you've now you know probably stumbled yeah. upon for your own product. <laughs> yeah, it was it was accidental actually because I belong to a book club in Chicago and I, w I was still getting emails about them meeting every month. And I'm like, well, I, I can't do that. <laughs> um, so I figured there's so many people all over the place that I share similar book interests with. So why not bring it to the digital world? Super super smart. Well, I mean. One of the things that um, I really enjoy when I, you know, have done these interviews is is actually, you know, when people point out other people on Twitter or other people who are really affecting them and in their, their kind of day to day lives. And I'm sure that you have a handful of users who you, you know, have got to meet and learn and know about now. And so, you know, I, I would love for you to just kind of steal the playbook from me and, and shine, you know, your light down onto sure. them. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, well, the first person uh, that comes to mind. I'm, should I give her Twitter name? I'm going to give her Twitter name. I think she'll be okay with this. Um, her Twitter name is Mick Shoon. Her name is Michelle. But um, she has been so vocal and really supportive with Glass. I mean, every contest we launch, even if she already has the prize, she plays along. She retweets everything. She's very active within the community. Mm -hmm. And she's just genuinely excited. Like, she whatever feature request she has or any feedback i mean we're we're happy to hear it but it's more times than not just awesome and it makes us feel great and it makes me feel great that i can give her everything she's asking for sure um, and then how can i ask kind of some background on on you know how that relationship between you and and michelle actually got started was it just through the product or was this you know it I think initially it, it was through Glass, but the more I learned about her, she belongs to a network of bloggers called 20-something bloggers, Okay. and I'm in that network as well, and when, I, when she started sharing slides with me, she shared some mutual friends, so I gotcha. think I may have 
discovered her like earlier on. I just, we never really clicked before. Gotcha. So you just got the right frame around meeting and interacting just. Yeah. That's, that's really interesting. And is there anybody else in the community that you've got to know really, really well? Um, there's like, there's a group of people actually. Um, and I, I can't recall all their Twitter names off the top of my head, but, um, there's Steven, Greg and Jackson and they've, they probably started using glass a few months ago and immediately just my feed was full of slides from them. Like they, they love having just conversations. They're sharing videos. They even created like a YouTube contest to see who gets the most awesome points for videos. Okay. Um, it wasn't official, but I loved how many different ways they were using it. And, um, I think, I believe Greg, he's actually in our book club too. And they've just been super supportive. The feedback that they've given has been awesome. And, um, you know, some of it's been critical, which is great because we need to hear the stuff that's missing or the stuff that they just really desire too. Um, and they've, they've been incredible. Well, that, that that's a great little cross section of people that, that, you know, you've got to know. And, and as a former community manager, I know how important that, building those relationships actually is. Um, it's a full-time job, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely doesn't end at like 5 or 7 p.m. <laughs> no, I mean, somebody, yeah. You end up caring about the people that you interact with to the point where when they send you an email at 2 a.m., if you're up and you're in front of your computer, you're going to answer it. Not because it's your right. job, but it's because you care about these people enough. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, well, you know, Jennifer, thank you so much for taking your time now. I mean, we've kept this pretty short with the sheer intention of getting the founders of Glass on oh, in the yeah. next segment. So uh, I you know, would love to just kind of split this you know, 20, 25-minute episode between the two of you guys. So hopefully sure. at some point, though, we can have you back on uh, and see uh, kind of how things have progressed with Glass and how the community has grown and, and uh, get a, potentially a little more background on you. Awesome. Yeah, that would be great. I'd love to be back. So I've been joined in this little entrepreneurial corner section of this by the actual founders, co-founders, uh, two of the three actually, of uh, Glass themselves. I've got Diego and Oscar here with me on the show. Guys, thank you for coming on. Thank you very much, Kate. Thanks for having us, Kate. It's a real pleasure. Yeah, you know, it's like always exciting for me to talk with entrepreneurs because I've, you know, gone down that path before and know how much of a struggle it can be. At the same time, I know how much of a roller coaster and, and the rush that comes with starting a business. So talk to me a little bit about why you guys are starting Glass. Uh, so this is Diego, just uh, uh, to, to clarify that. <laughs> uh, so uh, the name of our startup is uh, Border Steel, but our first product and where our heart's really at is uh, Glass. Okay. And um, we decided to start Glass um, Basically, because uh, from the most common of, uh, of experiences, right? Well, we were just hanging out one day at our house, and uh, somebody wanted to show some something on somebody's computer, but we were too lazy to get up. Uh, and from that simple premise, we started thinking about a lot of things we have been thinking about, but you know, it just kind of made sense. Like once you know, the threads start to come together. Uh, like for example. Uh, I spent hours on the phone with my mom sometimes explaining to her how to like navigate the web, uh, which is not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, I love spending time with my mom. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but it, it did did kind of spark the question of like you know, uh, in, in, in uh, what, how are we going to start 
making products that you know make it a little more intuitive for people to uh, use the internet. Um, you know, really kind of push the interactivity uh, of the internet as a whole, not just by websites. So that that's kind of the premise of Glass. We're like, hey, let's uh, let's make the web, let's give people superpowers, if you will. Yeah, and it's one of those things where you're scratching your own itch, right? Which is something that is so such a common thread inside of kind of technology startups, right? Is that you have this problem that you've seen before, um, and I would venture a guess that you know other companies have tried to, to solve this, but have done so in, in different ways. So I, I, you know, from my experience, Google SideWiki is one of those that could potentially potentially be considered a competitor, but because of the way that it's public, you know, there's no controlling what's going on there once you open up the slide, right? Where with you guys, it's specifically targeted towards an individual who's also on the platform. Uh, yeah, that, that, is, that is correct. One of the main differentiators is that we're for the private web, if you will, or private conversations, sure, sure. Uh, as opposed to uh, other products that have similar feature sets and that, and then, you know, about writing on top of the internet, we're for the private, uh, well, they're more for the public, uh, which is fair, it's just a different target we're aiming at. Sure, and, yeah. and, and how did, I mean, you know, we've talked kind of the genesis of this, but, you know, you guys have obviously started another business, and, and Glass is where your heart's at now. But, uh, you know, where were the initial resources coming from in order to start this business? Was it a, you know, hey, we're stealing people's, you know, four to five o'clock at night or four to six o'clock at night in order to, you know, start working on this other side project? Or was it, hey, we have dedicated resources that we're starting with from the start? We have very um, supportive investors. They're all angel investors, all private investors. And from the start, we did say if we're going to go off and do something, we need to make sure that we're focused. Um, but that said, I mean, our initial investment was very small. It was just enough for us to, us three to work out of our apartment living room. Okay. And then build a prototype with the help of some contract work, and then we went from there. Oh. Um, yeah. It, 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 we've always had an, an inkling. I guess that's just the entrepreneurial uh, character. We've always had an itch to do something on our own, and uh, we kind of gave ourselves a deadline. Like, if we can't come up with an idea, Diego and I were both coming out of, we were still in graduate school in our last semester. Um, Eduardo, who's not on the call with us, it was had just finished college. We gave ourselves a deadline of a month. Let's see if we can come up with an, an idea. But from the get-go, we said we want to be self-sufficient. We don't want to just have a startup that we, you know, make attractive and then hope someone comes in and sweeps, sweeps it up and, and, you know, makes us an offer. Sure, sure. You wanted to actually build a real business, not build a proto-business and then flip it. Correct. That's, 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 that's a key point, right, that a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs, especially in the tech space, really kind of miss. So good on you guys for having that in mind from the start. So. You know, one of the things that I find very interesting is finding out the backgrounds of the people who are starting businesses. So, you know, Oscar, would you mind giving people kind of the, the 30 seconds on kind of where you're coming from and what you got your graduate degree in or what you were seeking out when you went back for it? Yeah. Um, actually, my background is in film. I, went, <laughs> I was I was my graduate degree was in producing, but uh, it lends itself very, very closely. I wasn't on the artistic side. I was on the film finance, on the marketing uh, development side and starting a, a getting a film from the ground up is very similar to getting a company going. Well, it's it's, it's all project based, right? You you hit your objectives, you know where your milestones are, and you just kind of work real hard to hit them, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. 
That's, that's really interesting. Diego, how about you? Uh, you give us a little background. Um, well, uh, my, my background, I guess my most recent background uh, before Boris Tilo is uh, I was um, starting uh, from my highest education degree. I was doing my PhD in uh, um, engineering and math, uh, but, I, but I dropped out. Um, and kind of circling to an earlier question, um, to add a little more realism, uh, uh, when we first started Border Steel, I was actually still in a PhD program for like six, seven months, and I still had the part-time job. And it was one of those things where, you know, uh, at one point you got to make a choice. Mm -hmm. uh, but the, the first few months, it was definitely was like, okay, well, I still got to pay the rent. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, we found, you know, more sustainable investments. Uh, but my background is in uh, optimization and uh, mathematics. Okay, so you're doing a lot of the, the heavy, you know, lifting and probably code as well as design and figuring that stuff out. Well, to be completely honest with you, I actually don't, uh, well, I definitely don't code on a day-to-day -day basis, and uh, I'm a terrible programmer. <laughs> uh, that's why I went into the math part of it. Uh, but uh, fortunately, there's a lot of good people here who always have our back. Well, that's, that's really exciting. And so, you know, if people want to sign up for the beta, they are heading over to which address? It's writeonglass.com. That's okay. right as in writing, yeah. uh, W-R-I-T-E. Mm -hmm. And we, we have a beta code for you guys uh, if you guys want. Awesome. Yeah, please share that. Um, I, I, oh, no, I, here, here's what we'll do, actually. Just You'll send that over to me, and I'll kick it into the show notes, and that way people can have it, and they can try out the, the service and see what Glass is all about. And then I also know that uh, you guys are heading up to PAX this weekend, the Penny Arcade Expo. Yes, we are. We're going to be there uh, for the weekend. We leave tomorrow. We're going to be setting up, and then we're going to be there. People should stop on by. Okay. We're going to be on the third floor. We're actually not in the exhibit hall. We managed to work something out where we're in our own separate area, um, and we're going to be doing a fun interactive game where if you collect three types of buttons, then you get a prize. You can win an Xbox. Uh, and meet other people that are using glass. Well, that, that's really exciting. And, and uh, just so that uh, the listeners know, this actually is going to be released on Friday. So you guys will already be in Seattle um, and, and setting up shop up there. So if you are listening to that and you're in that area, go and, and say hi to uh, Diego and Oscar and, and go, learn about go learn about glass because I think it's a great platform. I've had a lot of fun using it, and uh, I, I, I wish you guys the absolute best. Well, that concludes this episode of Meet My Followers. I hope you enjoyed meeting Jennifer, Diego, and Oscar. Follow them up on Twitter at WriteOnGlass. I also want to promote uh, their being at Penny Arcade Expo this weekend in uh, Seattle, Washington, actually. So if you're up there, go visit them. Go learn a little more about Glass. Meet the people behind it. I do have a promo code, like I said in the uh, initial uh, kind of lead-in for the show. Uh, head on over to writeonglass.com in the invite code. Type in meet my followers, all one word, meet my followers, and that should get you in. The first 75 people who do will get a full access account. If you do sign up, friend me up on the platform. Let's see if we can't find an alternative use case for Glass. A quick programming note, there will be an episode that will be released on Monday the 6th. It's actually with Jason Sadler at I Wear Your Shirt. He works 365 days, so guess what? I'm making him work Monday. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I hope you'll be back again. Go out there and have a great day and a phenomenal long weekend.